Hi friend, welcome to Heartbeats, a storytelling podcast taking place in an extraordinary land filled with ordinary people. I am your storyteller Xander, and here with me are Rob and Jazz. So let's take a trip into town and see what's going on, shall we? All right, so we're back once again. Uh, how was everyone doing today? Yeah, I'm doing well. It's a lovely, hey. sunny Saturday. My mouth is on fire from chorizo, but otherwise I'm pretty good. <laughs> mouth fire, that's good audio. Mouth fire, great audio. You can hear all the <laughs> sounds coming from it. Um, that's good audio right there. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, can y'all tell me uh, which one? Uh, which one of y'all want to take up the mantle of recapping? Uh, yeah, I'll do this one. Okay, I'll do this one. I'm ready to step. I'm ready to step. So last time uh, we went to get the keys to um, Charlene's new house. Uh, on the way to the new house, we met with Ramirez, who was struggling from a hangover. When we got to the house, we found that it was a bit kind of run down and beaten up. Uh, we explored it and we found some uh, objects that were a bit weird and spooky uh charlene found a scroll case and Jacques found a uh like a handle and when we touched those it took us to a white negative space like nothing was going on and there was a boom box on the table we put the cassette in and it turned out it was a talking boom box that had conversations with us its name was cal um and cal gave us a mission to try and prevent a tragedy from happening. And then we found ourselves back in Charlene's house, except that it wasn't run down and beaten up anymore. It was new and fresh and looked well lived in and well maintained. And we stepped outside and we found Ty Mures, who is um, Ramirez's dead brother, happy and alive and unhappy to see us in his house. All right. Yeah, that is perfect. That is exactly what happened. Um, so then we will. Oh, I missed, jump. I missed one bit in the middle. Um, the mayor came up and gave me just a huge bag of gold. Oh yeah. Yeah. That totally, uh, you know, Wait, did you edit, didn't did say you, it initially. Did, did you edit that out? Did you edit that out of the episode? No, oh. since, you know, it's not in my notes and oh. you didn't mention in the initial recap, we can't have that. <laughs> Damn uh, it. Remember to cut out gold from audio um already <laughs> jeez guys what uh that's great <laughs> well, yeah so we're going to start so you guys just um open the door you guys are now in this nice cleaner uh field like the grass is cut you see a large kind of uh odd shaped uh, plane though your characters do not know it's a plane it's it's actually fairly large contraption and you have this man, uh, red beard, red hair, wearing um, a cool hat. And he turned to y'all, seeing y'all opening his door from the inside. Just goes, Oi, what are you doing in my house? Charlene fishes in her pockets and pulls out the keys. Cleaning crew? Uh, okay, I need you to roll <laughs> for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, roll me something for that, please. Okay. Is, um, there, is there a roll for dis- with disadvantage in this system? Because, like, I'm dressed in a full three-piece suit and hardly look like a cleaning crew. 
Uh, let's try negotiation or persuasion. Uh, go with persuasion. Oh, dang. Because you're not okay. at this moment negotiating anything. Uh, in spirit. All right. Woo. <laughs> I have a D8 of my spirit, as long as you're going to count this the same day. Yep, absolutely. Okay, Your, cool. your condition rules still apply from Yay. last episode. Oh, that's a five. Uh, the man kind of looks at, like, quirks his head at you and just goes, oh, I, I didn't order no, uh, cleaning crew. Um, but, oh, um, why do you have my key? Uh, well, and he's walking out over to y'all. Where the, um, well. where the, we were sent by the mayor to, um, clean your house, where official, um, uh, it's a new initiative from the town hall to help, um, clean up the city. Um, which started with crime, but was too effective and is now about cleaning up people's dirty kitchens. Okay, so, Rob, yep. I need you to roll me two things. <laughs> yep. One, I also need you to roll uh, persuasion. Yep. So, so roll me that real quick. Oh, no! <laughs> Did you fumble? Luckily, I didn't fumble because of my... A very high dice, but I rolled pretty darn close. That's a four off two D eight. Okay. Well, well, we'll see. That doesn't necessarily mean a failure for this. I also need you to roll weird. And can you please remind the audience what weird does? <sighs> okay. Uh, because we only did this, I believe, in episode three. Three. Yeah. Because last time this was news. Oh boy. So weird is a ability that Jacques has, where strange and unusual things happen around him. Just kind of passively in the background um so i roll a d percentage or a d100 and the higher the percentage when weird happens um the weirder things get um so 35 35 okay and i actually pulled up my my chart here um so jazz you have the the scroll case in your hands and the the lid the top lid pops open and a little uh, like rolled up paper pops out I put the keys on my hand and I take the paper out and I unroll it yeah uh so you unroll a a flyer for y'all's cleaning service and it is signed by uh a mayor uh mayor keen I hand Timaris the flyer and the keys. <laughs> and the keys. Okay. Uh, so he takes it and looks, and looks at both of y'all and he looks at the thing and goes, Boy, that's a, that's a bit strange. But, I mean, that is the mayor's signature. You'll find your dishes are done. Mostly. Um, well, I don't really need anything cleaned, per se, but I mean, I could use some help with my sky raft I'm building over there. And he, you know, throws his thumb behind his back, you know, giving that kind of thumbs up, pointing behind him at the uh, weird metal-y contraption that uh, is kind of smoking at the moment still. What, oh. what does the sky raft do exactly? Oh, I, uh, well, it's like a raft, but for the sky, and he, like, points up into the air. This thing will fly like a bird, 
Uh, but I also kind of have it part boat in case, you know, if you're going over the, the ocean and need the land. This entire time that he's been talking, Charlene's jaw is just open. She's just staring at this metal contraption that apparently flies in the sky. Um, I want to roll a quick history um, sure. to see whether, like, this is a thing that has, like, we know that um, Timeris dies because we heard that from Ramirez. But mm-hmm. um, I want to know whether, like, this Skyraft thing took off or whether it, like, got picked up elsewhere or, like, um, yeah, I don't know. I'll give this a go. I don't know if this fits in the history exactly or whether this... Yeah, uh, that'll I be a history roll. I rolled a five. All right, cool. Uh, a five. Yeah, uh, you never heard of, of such a thing as a Skyraft or anything similar to anything that can fly in the sky like a bird. Mm-hmm. Um, the general idea is that like it's impossible and why fly around in the sky with stuff like dragons when like trains are clearly more safe like safer mm. yeah cool yeah so I've never seen this before um no so um sorry do you, just one more time can you explain sky raft it does it float on like thermal currents in the air or how does it because at the moment it seems to be just sitting on the ground and that's not exactly like a raft's not a raft if it's sitting on a beach. Yeah. Uh, so he uh, he gets a big broad smile on his face. His beard kind of rustles a little bit with it. He's like, oh yeah, come on, come on, come over here. I'll, I'll show you and explain how it works. And so he gestures over and he starts walking to the thing. Do y'all uh, follow suit immediately? Hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, so yeah, so he uh, points out the four uh, seats. So there's one in the front, there's one in the back, and there's two, are, and there's one on each of the two two wings that spanned out. And he's like, "Yeah, so you have the person up here f- uh, helping with this uh, part part of the steering." And he points to some of the ropes that are. He's like, "But the the thing's kind of big and wonky, and sometimes won't work. So we have two people." Uh, in the wings to help with moving some of the rotors to help with quicker turns and stuff. Uh, but the person in front is mostly uh, having to make sure that the this rotor here in the front, these these blades, and he like kind of spins the little uh, propellers in the front, uh, keeps spinning, and the person in the back has to make sure that the tail can uh, move to help with the turns. Uh, so it's kind of a four-man piloting situation right now. I'm hoping to narrow it to one in a, in a future prototype. But it's gonna be a oh, it's gonna be great. You're gonna have a lot of, lot of travel, and you can probably we could probably make this bigger. But it runs on a combination of, of this uh, of this cool engine I've designed. And he opens up the thing. It's just a what- hamster on a wheel. Yeah, it's a hamster on a wheel. Um, it's actually like three hamsters on three different wheels. One in the center and two kind of like jettisoned back. Uh, and he's like, "Yep." hamster engines <laughs> no um no so it, it looks oh, like what, what are you their imagine names? a what are they <laughs> <laughs> uh, no 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 ja- uh, it's it's james earl and jones oh <laughs> uh, that's the second time i got to use that joke for for a tabletop game and that's yes. beautiful uh but no so there's no actual things um What's actually in there is picture like a typical plane engine, car engine. Um, But what you see 
on them is instead of you know typical pistons running up like you would see in a normal train engine as well like the the stuff you might be a bit more familiar with if you kind of seen it in passing uh this engine is it, it's kind of still bellowing smoke though the the black smoke has settled since then but there seems to be um valve gaskets that uh, are lifting up to remove steam but you see uh like several sets of red and blue magic stones uh and who is the who has the the magic type i am magic charlene cool so charlene roll me um some kind of roll me investigation real quick oh good i get a bonus to that yeah roll me investigation because you have a magical knowledge and you could quickly click and identify these magic stones Cool. Investigation is... This is the most we've rolled. <laughs> right? Oh, it's gonna, uh, int, it's gonna int. happen once. Woo! Mm-hmm. I have an int int plus one! Alrighty. Seven. Alrighty. So, yeah. So, with a seven, you notice that the red and blue uh, magic stones are uh, fire and water magic stones, uh, uh, respectively. And cool. With... And with the with that roll as well, you can kind of determine that the steam that the that the valves are popping out are probably the result of these fire and water stones doing their magic, producing steam to run this contraption. Uh, which, if seeing this, you can roll something if you if you care to, like a history or some kind of knowledge roll, to see if you've seen or heard of this anywhere before. If not, it's uh, we can move on. Do you point this out? Oh, I would totally go over and be like, oh, that's the fire, and that's the water, and that's what makes the steam. And she's just nerding out. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, I don't know if there's a good skill for this. There's well, like I, no magic skill. I have really. one. Of course you do. Okay, I so do. Like you would point this out to, you know, yeah, the, no, the I, I start squealing and going over and like not touching, but like doing the whole, this does the thing, and this does the thing, and yeah, oh, yeah. yeah Tiberius is getting a smile, nodding. But uh, what is Jacques going to say, or what? What are you well, going to roll for Jacques? Well, I've got um, to find some dice, given that I've just banished my other two to dice jail. Um, <laughs> but um, here we are. Uh, so Jacques has an ability, um, a class ability called Refined Education, which is intelligence plus intelligence to know detailed knowledge about a thing I see or hear. Um, and I am seeing yep. or hearing uh, two magical stones creating steam. And, yep. and you now know that they are fire and water stones, so you get a little bit there from that yeah, as well. Yeah, and I rolled a 10 this time. Ooh, okay, <gasps> yeah. Uh, so from your knowledge, especially um, given where you've worked and things you've done and things you've seen and, and not seen particularly, you have never heard of anyone using like magic stones in in this manner to create like, uh, an, in, like a, essentially a steam engine. Normally like steam engines are that do exist are done with like holes and fire and, and stuff, how normal steam engines would work. Uh, mm. Or people would use magic stones, like a water stone to have a, 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 a water buggy, which is a, a jet ski, uh, propel water forward to have it move, but nothing to, to this degree. So this is very unique. This is very yeah, different. Cool. 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 Um, but uh, time errors actually does, uh, you know, pointing out is like, Oh yeah, it's, Oh, it's something I've invented. I've been working on this for years and years. And with that, you hear from behind him, 
kind of a, gr- a gruffer voice. Yeah, a thing you're going to kill yourself with that you've been working on for years. Uh, and looking at the direction of where the, the voice is coming from, you see a younger uh, Ramirez with his brown bushy hair and, and, and beard as well. Jacques turns around and goes, oh, Ramirez. He looks at you quizzically. He's like, how'd you know my name? What I don't the know mayor? you. <laughs> uh... And I point at the flyer. I... Okay, he pointed at the flyer. Like, he looks around like for the mayor and he sees the flyer. He's like, Cl- professional cleaning service. You know, that's, that's a little weird, huh? And Tamir's like, Oh, yeah, it's a little weird. Your dishes are done. They they both just look at you and turn back to each other, and they start uh, speaking in, in Dwarvish, uh, in, like, Dwarvish. And the conversation starts off, kind of like, a little bit, um, uh, a little aggressive, a little hostile, and it kind of keeps escalating and escalating. Uh, would y'all like to do anything while this thing is escalating, or are you going to let this conversation of these two yelling brothers uh, commence to look Jacques finishes? just leans into Charlene and says, I think that maybe we should take this opportunity to get out of here before they realize that we're not cleaners. Uh, I would <laughs> like to take this opportunity to cast my first spell. Ooh, okay. Or you could do uh, that. Well- <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, so I'm how- going to attempt to cast Winter Sleep on Timerus. Alrighty. Uh, so this is the first time we've casted a spell. I'm going to uh, explain a little bit of how it looks when a spell is cast. Uh, so there are physical tells. For one, uh, the ca- the person who casts the spell, their eyes do change a color. In this case, for Winter, the color is a bright blue. And it is a glowing, so it can be noticed. But outside that, depending on the spell, if it requires uh, verbal components or hand gestures, that is up to you. I don't think in this game there are, uh, it doesn't specify. Uh, She's going to cast Winter Sleep, which is an area effect. It affects one area, which she wants to be the area in which both brothers are. Um, Mm -hmm. And she's going to kind of like slowly back up watching their area as her eyes turn this crystalline bright blue. Um, and starts to faintly glow. Um, yeah. She kind of moves her hands um, kind of like across her face a little bit, um, mimicking like going to sleep. These two brothers. There's no save um, against them falling asleep. They just get to try to make a save to wake up. Yeah, like they just... Yeah, they. So how magic works is the thing actually happens, and then stuff happens in the next turn. Um, yeah, so these two brothers uh, start getting calmer with their words, and you hear uh, as this slowly takes effect from them go talking in Dwarvish really loudly. They start talking regularly, uh, kind of softly, and he's like, uh, "Ramirez, you hear? You know, you're going to get yourself killed, you orc swine!" And he kind of falls passes out like almost passes out he falls over his eyes are still open he's kind of like slowly falling asleep he's like well you know I don't need you get the get out of here you orc sniffer and he falls over as well and they both soon completely fall asleep 
as they're having their argument that continues, uh, whether she can understand it or not, um, mm-hmm. she's going to turn to Jacques and say, run, get out of here, go back to town. And she's going to run up and would <laughs> like to dislodge one of the fire and one of the ice stones out of the engine. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, uh, Oh. We're going to prevent a tragedy here, guys. We're going to take the stones out of the engine. Uh, you're going to cause a tragedy. The reason that the plane crashed was because it was short one fire and one water stone. I'm leaving it open so that they can tell. <laughs> okay, so you're going to you're gonna steal this. Um, yes. Is there a... Leave a note. Uh, leave a, yeah, Jacques says, leave a note. Leave a note. <laughs> right on the back of the flyer. I got to get these things out of here. Yeah, do you have a skill that would assist you with trying to pull these out? Um, probably just a strength skill, which is not that great. Yeah, um, if, if you have nothing specific, it would be a strength plus strength. Actually, to try to yeah. pull these, actually, these out. Um, what oh, Jacques no, I bet it would does, be athletics. Jacques um, hands Charlene his umbrella and says, here, you can use this to sort of wedge it out, to use the, to stick the end in and lodge it out. Okay, oh. so she's got the scroll case in one hand, and she's got the umbrella in the other. Can she use as the, the scroll case? The scroll case has like a little uh, strap, so you can like kind of put it around your shoulder. I'd like to shove the stones into the scroll case. Oh, okay. So uh, do they fit? For, well, first I need you to roll me a strength plus strength. Are you using that umbrella? I am using the umbrella. Can I use athletics to do strength plus dex? Um, yeah, with, with the tool. You're using, I would say, sure. Okay. Um, it's not that much better. It'll be a D4 and a D6, but, you know. Okay. 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 That's an eight. Eight. All right. Um, you, you, you're trying to, like, jab this, this broom here, and you're grabbing the, the handle and the end of the broom, and you're... Uh, umbrella. The Go umbrella. Again. You did it the first time, too. Yeah. Um... So as you're grabbing this umbrella from handle the thing and you're trying to like wedge it, you're not quite getting it. Uh, but something jolts in your in your arm where the handle is, and it kind of gives you a little bit extra extra strength, and it pops. Uh, you're able to pop out the thing, and you do the same with the other one. Um, and you said you wanted to try to shove it into your. Uh, do do the stones that I've popped out fit into the scroll case? Like, are they small enough? Um. They, they're they're fairly large, but the scroll case is also fairly big. But uh, you can't open the scroll case. Oh, it won't it won't open. You or cannot seem to get it open at this time. Okay. Uh, and then instead, I will stick them both, uh, one in a, my satchel, one in a pocket, so that they're not touching in the bag. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's good. So you you guys spend a uh, a few minutes doing that, and you hear. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to do this right. I'm not going to cheat. Okay. Me- please please roll strength plus spirit. Your target number is six. Okay. So they wake up, but their turn is over. Oh uh, yeah. So uh, they start kind of waking up. You hear the the rustling of them like shuffling around, and uh, by the time you're done rolling, like they're they're about to wake up. You can clearly see the signs of like them jostling themselves awake. Okay. Um, I'd like to cast it again. I have enough MP to do it. Um, sure. Okay. Um, but real quick, 
Jacques, you're you're seeing this happen. What what is Jacques thinking while she's cat like has the spell to make these two men fall asleep, and and is now stealing the these rocks like while this a uh, few minutes is passing. What is Jacques doing or what is Jacques thinking? Is Jacques uh, scribbling um, on the back of the flyer? Yeah, Jacques Jacques's got a pen out of the top pocket of his suit, and is writing um. <laughs> the note just, reads just go no with the note the, yeah the note <laughs> yeah the note reads just go with it no um <laughs> the the note says um we'll bring these back later um it's for your own good okay, <laughs> okay. um so yeah, you're Sign, signed to the mayor signed to the mayor signed to the mayor okay um yeah, so you, you got forgery uh, there. <laughs> yeah, I was on. Yeah, Jacques actually no. Then Jacques scribbles that out. <laughs> he thinks he he. So <laughs> let me let me redo that because we sort of bantered a bit there. Um, so Jacques we, writes. We uh, Jacques writes on the note. Um, uh, we're just borrowing these for a while. We'll bring them back. It's for your own good. Signed, the mayor. Then he stops, looks up for a second, and scribbles out that last part. <laughs> okay. Does he scribble um, out the mayor so, or does he scribble out it's for your own good? He scribbles okay, so, out from the mayor. Um, so, Jazz, you can cast the spell again, okay. though there's go- I'm going to roll a percentile die to see if this is successful since you are casting the same spell on people who are still in the midst of being affected by okay. the spell. Okay. Uh, so there, there's a few things you could do. Either A... Uh, because there is still time, you guys can try to run away and retreat and like leave the scene, or you can cast this spell again, which will take a, a moment. Uh, it's up to you. Either I or will work. I think she would probably just try to run for it. Yeah, I think okay. I think if you started casting the spell, Jacques would be like, no, no, no time. Let's just go. Yeah. I think she thinks about casting the spell again and then just goes, I, I can outrun them and heads back <laughs> to heartbeats. All right, yeah. They so got short little legs. You guys start running uh, away, and while you guys pass the nice picket fence, and you go down the trail a little bit, roll me um, a perception real quick. By the way, this is not how I expected this to go, but I love this it. This is never how you expect this to go. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, my dude. Ooh, ooh, yes, that's a nine. Okay. 13. <gasps> okay. So Shaggy. you both see this and you notice like uh you notice and you can react to this, but you guys notice a good bit before. Especially um Jacques kind of noticed it just like that a second prior is that within like a few yards from the fence as y'all are running, the surrounding area in in above you as well, since you're high roll, is all surrounded by this weird thick white mist. That seems to be just swirling and conjoining as you guys are running, running through it or running uh, closer to it. If you guys wish to, uh, let me know what y'all do or think. And based on that, I will have y'all roll something specific to y'all's reactions. Um, seeing the mist, the mist looks unnatural, right? Uh, absolutely. It, it does is look it, unnatural. Does it look like it's a dome keeping us in on both sides or just a mist in front of us? Um. 
it doesn't seem like it's making a particular shape. It is like in front of y'all, surrounding you and above you. Like it, it seems to be encircling. So it could be perceived as a dome, but it doesn't look like it's uh, really making that. Because uh, when y'all think it might be a dome, it kind of makes like, oh, it could be a box, but it's so, just awkwardly shaped. So I have another skill that is relevant for this. Okay. <laughs> My skill is called accounting. And the specific phrasing of it is, I can tell when stuff doesn't add up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, which you can take with <laughs> however you want to. But in this no, case, I, I think um, Jacques is looking at this mist and is sort of cluing that this is not an ordinary thing and is probably yes. part of the whole dreamscape experience. He's still convinced that this is. Um, mm-hmm. And so he, I think he like reaches across to like stop um, Charlene and like stop them from running going, oh, s- stop, I, I think we shouldn't go into this. It doesn't seem um, right. Um, and he'll reach down, he'll grab like, I don't know, a stick or a rock or a conveniently placed mm-hmm. apple or just whatever is on the ground. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, a mag- find, a MacGuffin. find a rock. And, um, and he throws it into the mist. Uh, it goes through the mist. You see like, you know, how a mist would react or like... Um, yeah, like any kind of fog or stuff, when you throw something through it, it kind of like goes swirls around it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it does that and, you know, you lose track of the rock. Um, I think at this point, Charlene would have stopped. She'd mm-hmm. like to pull out the blue gem, the blue okay. stone that she took, which is a water stone. Okay. Um, yeah. And she'd like to do navigation to see if there's a way around the or like get her bearings. Uh, uh yeah. So it's roll, a soft roll me that navigation. Um, it's soft, so I'm I'm gonna see if I can do spirit. Absolutely, I, I was going to okay. suggest spirit. Okay. Oh boy. So much rolling. Mm-hmm. That is a ten. If it okay. involves traveling, like a journey check, I have a passive plus one. Okay, well, so I'll that give would you that make plus it one. an eleven. Yeah. So okay. So an eleven. And what is Jacques doing while while this is happening? When Charlene pulls out the stone and uh, kind of channels her magic to try to get a sense if this rock will pull her into a direction around uh, the mist or or something. I uh, what is Jacques. Jacques- doing? grabs another bit of paper out of it, a notebook he carries with mm-hmm. him, um, and um, writes, um, Cal, is that you? And <laughs> crumples it around a rock and throws that rock into the mist. Perfect. Okay, for that, I need you to roll weird. weird. Yeah. Yes, please. Thank um, you. <laughs> oh, no. 99. 99! <laughs> Oh boy! Okay, something really uh, bad so, is about to happen. No, something great's gonna happen. Uh, so you throw the rock. And <laughs> Sorry, just before th- no, 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 just just before you do, an alternate version of what happens is, it's the king from nowhere. The the raccoon king comes. <laughs> That's what I the last time I rolled that high, it was a fucking raccoon king. Sorry, what uh, actually happens? So you throw the the rock through the mist. So another rock uh, comes flying out when yours uh, hits the mist, and it also has a note wrapped around it, and it lands uh, at your feet. Um, Jacques will pick it up and open up the note. Hey, Jacques, I forgot to tell you, 
Don't throw. Oh god damn it. <laughs> you see a few you see like a lot of the note is scratched out and then goes, God damn it. He's like Yes. <laughs> uh please don't Charlene do that again. Doing at this point with the uh, eleven. So Charlene, you see this and stuff in the magic stone uh and this is still part of the weird thing, is not like trying to point you away from the mist. Uh, you, it's actually kind of tugging you. Like, it's not like forcefully making you move, but you feel your arm gesturing to continue following the path into the mist. Uh, and if you like, you can roll me a like, a intuition or a sense motive kind of roll. How about an insight? Because I an get insight. a plus one because I'm a human. <laughs> yeah, you can get an insight to see if this is like a good or a bad thing. Cool. Okay, choosing spirit to increase has been amazing because I went from a d6 to a d8, so mm-hmm. I'm rolling two d8s plus one. Nice, okay. It's okay, it's, it's only a six. That's fine. Uh, yeah, so you get a sense like this is uh, right, like you need to continue forward. Uh, and at that moment behind y'all, you start hearing kind of shouting. Like, uh, I, I thrust the stone out in front of me and I go, we're going this way, and I head off towards the mist. Yep, I run after as well. But yeah, you guys go uh, through this mist and it in- envelops you. Uh, and it's not like, it's not blinding you. Uh, you guys can still kind of see the path, but all of a sudden you are, when you come out of the mist, you're running uh, up a hill and you guys see the church that's that's outside of town just a little bit ways uh, in front of you with the uh, lovely like giant tree that's next to it that has a field of like these heart flowers, uh, which are like hearts with like or flowers that have like little hearts on top made of like a bunch of petals. And that's okay. where we're going to call it. All right. Uh, so now, so we're going to wrap up uh, this episode here real quick. Though, what are you guys um, thinking of this this arc? Clearly, this is something a bit different. Uh, what are your thoughts so far in this um, this arc that's happening? Charlene got to cast a spell. That was awesome. <laughs> Charlene um, did, did get to cast a spell. <laughs> it's good. Like it's. Um, I want to know what's going to happen next, and like I'm excited that it's time shenanigans because time shenanigans are always something I adore. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. Fantastic. I'm glad y'all are liking this. That's it for this episode. We will. So we'll see you all in next time. Yeah. All right. Thanks for dropping by Heartbeats. That sure was a steamy episode, wasn't it? (laughs) Don't fire me for that joke, but if you want to whet your appetite for more Heartbeats content, check us out on Twitter at HeartbeatsCast. You can contact our wonderful storyteller Xander at AdaptXander. You can contact the wonderfully talented Jazz at OrangeLikeJazz. And you can find humble old me at PotentiallyRob. Oh, we also have a fancy new website at heartbeatscast.com. Go give it a look. We'll miss you, friend.